This podcast contains discussions and descriptions of a sexual nature. If you are under 18 or you are easily offended, please move on and find a podcast all about Disney movies. Otherwise, come and join us. Welcome to the Pineapple Code Podcast. I am Mr. H. And I am Mrs. H. And we are a married couple who have decided to embark on an adventure into the swinging lifestyle to see where it takes us. In each episode, we will discuss our thoughts, feelings, experiences, and what we learn along the way. So please listen in and join us on our journey. Now on with the show. All right, welcome back to episode eight of the Pineapple Code podcast. I am Mr. H. And I am Mrs. H. And thank you guys for tuning in. It has been a very, very long time. We do understand that. And we do apologize. We actually did have this podcast recorded about four weeks ago, but we ended up changing it. We, we tried a new format. We weren't happy with the format. Uh, Mrs. H, you weren't happy with some of the audio, were you? No, I wasn't. We decided to be smart and and record while we were talking, walking around a garden and it didn't quite work out. Yeah, so what we, we thought we'd try maybe you know branch out and do it on YouTube and um, and we had all the equipment, everything was good, but we just, yeah, when we were looking back at it, Miss H wasn't happy with some of the audio quality. I wasn't terribly happy with some of the video. Not the video was bad. It was just, I, yeah, we had reasons. We just went, no, we don't like it. It wasn't good enough for us. So we're back to our normal format. Um, basically sitting in our studio, chatting to you guys. And hiding from the kids. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And hiding from the kids. <laughs> They're upstairs watching something else on television. Um, so yeah, episode eight. Wow. Um, I think, yeah, definitely it's episode eight, isn't it? I mean, we've been so long, I've kind of forgotten, but I'm pretty sure we're definitely episode eight. We are. Do you realize we've been doing this for 12 months? No way. Yeah. Yeah. We started our podcast about 12 months ago. Um, which when you look at it, wow, we've only done eight episodes in 12 months. We're really bad at this, (laughs) (laughs) but we've had all sorts of things crop up and, um, yeah. I would like to say, though, I'm going to throw this out there. I think it has been such a long time since our last episode. And um, we have changed an enormous amount since our last episode. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we've had a huge amount of things happen to us. Uh, if you follow us on social media, you'll be aware of them. Um, we have big announcements coming up. Again, if you follow us on social media, you might already be aware of that as well. Uh, but we have changed a huge amount. But before we get to all the awesome changes, because I know Mrs. H is dying to, to talk about this <laughs> again, because <laughs> we've already done it <laughs> once, um, let's talk about, let, let's go back and think our last episode, we were just about to go on holiday and we were going to go to Sexpo or LoveX as it's called now. And if we remember right, we'd rejigged our holiday plans a whole lot. Um, and what happened? It didn't happen. That is LoveX. (laughs) That's right. In Sydney. (laughs) In Sydney, it didn't happen. They cancelled. And I was not very happy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the understatement of the year. Yeah, that's right. I was really annoyed. Like to cancel such a huge, huge event um, is unprecedented. I mean, it's not like you're going to see a band or something and a band member got sick. He's looking at you at another particular band I wanted to go and see. Um, that happens, right? And, and you understand why the, 
you might have to cancel things like that. But this is a huge, huge event. And it was pretty much canceled with no warning. Actually, let's be honest, the um, communication from the LoveX or Sexpo people was crap. Was, yeah, it was absolute shit. It, let's, let's be absolutely honest with it. The whole thing was a clusterfuck. Um, we didn't know that it had been canceled. And it was only that I think I'd saw something on, I think it was on Instagram. Uh, and somebody was asking some questions. Oh, is it still going ahead? And like, I was thinking, what, what do you mean is it still going ahead? So I started trawling their social media pages. And even then I couldn't actually find anything that stated it was going to be canceled. And then that, that, that afternoon, and this was, this was literally um, one week, like not even seven days actually, it was like six days out. Uh, we were off, off on holiday and we literally found out six days before we were due to come back from our holiday, they sent us an email and just said, oh, we're postponing until the end of the year. And that was it. Thanks for coming. You know, uh, dates to be announced. All right. So that's frustrating as it is, but there was no announcement on social media. There was no reasons given why it was being postponed. I mean, they could have at least just said, oh, there was a clash in timetables or even make some bullshit up. But no, they didn't, right? They just said, no, nope, not happening. Um, so then I reached out to them on social media and the only way I could do that was post on another, uh, you know, or comment on another post on Instagram. And I, and they were, they were, you know, at this stage, they were heavily, you know, promoting the Brisbane show. So I went on to one of theirs and just said, this is great, but, you know, what about what's going on with Sydney? And I got a DM from them basically saying, this post is only for Brisbane. Yeah, they quickly shut you down, didn't they? Yeah, and you're like, well, okay, you just cancelled a major event and you don't want to talk about it? Like, so I got, you know, I was a little bit upset by that. Um, and I just thought, this is crap. And today, even still today, they never posted a single thing on social media saying that they cancelled it, right? Then we start looking into it going, this is ridiculous. They can't just do this with such a short warning. Like this is a massive, massive event. They hire a massive venue. There are vendors that are going to be there. There's going to be all sorts of people employed setting things up. It's a huge event, right? So we start trawling social media. And then we find a few posts going back about four weeks from vendors asking the question, are we postponing or canceling? So they'd obviously told the vendors four weeks before it wasn't going to happen, right? Then finally, we get some confirmation back from them. And no, the initial what's being postponed until later this year, no, it's not actually happening at all this year. It's now getting postponed to next year, an entire 12 months later. So 2024 for those who are listening. Yeah, absolute rubbish. So, you know, LoveX, whoever is organizing your stuff, get your shit together. Seriously. It's a really, really bad PR stuff. Really bad. So anyway, that would kind of put a bit of a dampener on things. Um, but we decided to go to to, uh, to Sydney anyway and have a nice day out. Well, actually, we had accommodation booked. Yeah, we had accommodation booked. Right? And that was, yeah, that was the other thing because we had accommodation booked and obviously they they'd sent out the email saying, oh, well, look, you know, uh, if you have accommodation and they would, you know, see what they could do and help you out and give you a letter to get your refund but that wouldn't have helped anyone who booked airline tickets and stuff like that because I mean, australia is a very large place so if you're flying from one side of the country to the other it's going to take you four hours on an, on a plane you know so there would have been lots of people that probably would have lost some money and maybe they couldn't get their money back on their um their hotel bills and etc you know so it was yeah it was not good but we still had a good day out 
and a good time. Oh yeah, yeah, we still made up for it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was basically back with our last episode all that that long time ago. And then there was the other thing that we did as well. We did very recently, um, and that was to do with a beach. Ah, uh, totally out of character for us. So we both played hooky from work. <laughs> yeah, we, we basically rang, told work we were sick or gave him some dodgy excuse so we didn't have to go in. Uh, and then we went uh, and fulfilled something that, that I had felt that I needed to do for quite some time. Um, and if you go back, I can't actually remember what episode it was. And we've only done eight episodes, but I can't remember <laughs> which number because mm. it's been 12 months. But there was one episode of our podcast. We talked about body image. It might have even been, was it six, five or six? I don't know. Um, I'm sure if you have a look, you'll be able to find it. But anyway, there's one where we talk all about body image. And in that episode, I talked about my own body image issues I've had. And going to a nudist beach or going somewhere and just being naked in front of a whole bunch of other people was one way I was going to overcome, truly overcome that that confidence issue. So we decided to take the day off work. We found one of the nudist beaches in Sydney uh, and we thought we'd go and check it out. We sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were looking, because this is the other thing, right? Nudist beaches in Australia are probably very different to ones in other countries. In Australia, the nudist beaches are generally extremely small Come high tide, there is no beach, uh, and they're usually generally hard to get to as well. Uh, Australia just seems to be rather prudish about these sorts of things, which is unfortunate, but it's just the way it is. So we looked at a whole bunch of ones, which ones were closest to us, and this particular one, um, which was, can you remember what it was called? Oh, um, Lady Bay? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Lady Bay, Lady Bay Beach. That was the closest yeah. one to us. Actually, there is another one that's closer to us, but we thought we like the look of that one. So we thought we'll go along to that one. Um, and it's actually a really, really nice spot. In fact, it's actually in a spot, a part of Sydney that we've actually never been to. I mean, we've only lived in like this area for like 30 odd years, 40 odd years. That's showing our age now. Um, but we've never actually been to this one spot in Sydney and we've always heard about it. And, you know, so we thought, OK, well, let's go and check it all out. So we went there. It's actually a really, really nice spot. Um, and... Yeah, we, we went down to the beach. And Mrs. H, would you like to describe some of the things that happened on this beach? <laughs> so Mr. H stripped down but naked. I, on the other hand, um, didn't feel comfortable because I was the only female on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a couple of other guys there, uh, but there was no girls. No, so what I did, so I was kind of semi-naked I was I had a mesh sundress on but underneath I was butt naked as well yeah uh, and that's what I felt comfortable with yeah uh, and then as Mr H is bearing all to the sun and and everything there was in the water because this um, there was a um, an American naval ship that um, I was gonna say flew past but it didn't it Sailed past and um, they tooted their horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I said, to, I said to Mrs. H, here, take a photo of me, right? So I'm standing there. I spread my arms out and I'm like, you know, um, kind of like the guy on Titanic at the beginning, you know, the, at the front of the Titanic there. Put my arms right out. So, yes, here I am, world, you know, all that sort of stuff. 
And then I notice this naval warship sailing past and they honk their horn or whatever it is they have on the boat. <laughs> and, and it I, was the funniest thing. And then I, I, I turn around and realise that the other couple of guys that are on the beach, they were kind of just one guy I think was just sunbaking, reading a book or something. Some other guy, I think he was having like his his breakfast or something, wasn't he? He was sitting there, he had a knife and he was cutting up some food Yeah, or I think something. he was having morning tea. Yeah. And there was another guy there who was on his phone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so anyway, I'm the one standing there, you know, showing everything to the entire world and realise that, okay, so whoever is on that naval ship is looking through binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> so we just thought that was so humorous uh, and so funny. Yeah, uh, but it was so fitting as well, though, wasn't it? Was. It was. It, it really was. Uh, but it was it was a great day. And I really, for me, it was a really huge confidence booster. I came away from that and I said to Mrs. H, I could do that again. You know, in fact, I want to do it again. Um <laughs> It just made me feel so much better about myself. And, you know, sometimes you've just got to, you've got to do these things. You've got to just take something that's really out of your comfort zone, push yourself and, and just do it and see what happens, you know. And for me, it was a huge success story. And I have felt so much better ever since I did it. I've literally been on cloud nine. And it's been, we did that like two months ago now, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I've been feeling awesome ever since I did that, which is fantastic. Um, so what else have we been up to? It's been such a long time. All right. As I said at the beginning of the episode, I did talk about quickly saying that we have changed. We have really, really changed. In fact, I would even be willing to say that the people we were in our last episode, which now is like three months ago, um, those two people are probably very different from the two people that are recording this one right now. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And that massive transformation, and it has been a really big transformation for us, um, really stems down to one thing. Well, actually, there's probably a whole bunch of things. It's, you know, the whole transformation has been this journey, this adventure that we've been on. We've been slowly learning about each other and learning about ourselves. And we've been, you know, obviously doing what a lot of people are probably listening to our podcast uh, are going through. But we... We made one decision, or Mrs. H actually made a decision, and that has changed everything for us. And I'm going to let Mrs. H explain all about it because we keep saying this to ourselves. If other people can discover what we have discovered in the last three months, the world would be a better place. It really would. And we would love everybody else in the world to discover this. Um, so Mrs. H, tell us all about it. Oh, God, where do I start? Okay, so... Um I've struggled the last few years um, as to who I was, you know, who am I? You know, I've got labels such as I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, but I really didn't know who I was. So I got, well, Mr H and I, we went down to the local office works and I bought myself a beautiful notebook with a red or a wine colour suede cover and it became my journal. Yeah, now just for, for those who are listening outside of Australia, Officeworks is just an office supply shop. So you have stationery, printer paper, printers, computer parts, books, paper, pens, etc. Yeah, and so... <laughs> I had to add that in there. Yeah, we're just having a, a private giggle here. <laughs> so, so I embarked 
on my own journey as and to discover who I was. So I started writing in this journal and um, and it's got a bit of a twist to it. So um, Mr H has supported me through my journal writing. He, in fact, has been writing in his own journal. He does his electronically. I do mine in the old-fashioned way, pen and paper. Um, and so I write my innermost thoughts, my fears, um, what's likes, bothering desires. me. Yeah, likes, desires, fantasies and so forth. So each day I write in it apart from the weekend and um, and then at night when the children have gone to bed, Mr H takes my journal and he reads my my daily musings as I do, as I say what they are and it's it's anything that's bothered me it's you know hang-ups of what happened 20 years ago um it's been you know what's happened in in past relationships um you know etc cetera, etc cetera, the stuff that had been weighing me down and so um so what we've discovered actually through this journal writing is that our communication has opened right up. Um, we're also understanding more about each other. Mind you, um, Mr H and I have got a very long history together. Um, we've been together as a couple for 22 years. But before that, um, we actually had a friendship. So our friendship has spanned... 42 years? <laughs> yeah. It's it's, a, it sounds it's, old, but it actually we're actually not that old. Yeah, it's basically almost our entire lives. That's right. We've known each other almost our entire lives. So we've always had some sort of connection with each other. Uh, and this, but writing this journal all these years later, uh, you know, some of the things you've written in there have been really, really raw. They've been really, really honest and things that, you know, as you said, that happened maybe years ago that you just have not wanted to ever tell me. Mm. Um, and this gave you that outlet to do that and then allowed me to read it and talk to you about it. That's right. And go, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Now I know why you act this way when something happens or now I understand why you feel a certain thing, you know. Um, and it has been absolutely amazing. I cannot reiterate this enough. And on top of that, I mean, it's, as you said, it's just open up our communication. We thought we had good, good communication before. You, you don't. <laughs> you yeah, know? this has taken it to the next level. We've, we had a couple of, I don't know, would you call it rules? There was yeah. no shame, no, no guilt, guilt. And no fear. And no fear. Yeah. Um, and by, I mean, you've found that writing it down, has been hugely beneficial for you as opposed to maybe just talking about things That's initially. That's right. right. Yeah. So we, and this has opened up our communication so much. Like we talk about this every night now, every night we are talking and having long discussions and not talking about just having a discussion about five, 10 minutes of what I've just read that only lasted two pages. We're having discussions that go on for hours, you know, and this is what it's all about. This communication has just transformed formed us in so many ways um yeah it's just just been phenomenal hasn't it it has it has um yeah it it's one of those things where 
I didn't think initially that it was going to work. Um, I sure as hell didn't think it was going to work. No, okay. <laughs> But I needed to do something because I wasn't happy with me. Yeah. And I need to discover who me is. Yeah. Yeah. And if we go back and look at like even this podcast, one of the reasons we started doing this podcast was it was a way for us to have the conversations that we needed to have going into this adventure. You know, there are conversations we'd read about and we'd heard about and there were conversations that needed to be have between the couples you know between us and i thought when when i was putting this together okay this would be a good way to make those conversations happen and at the same time it was also a good way for us to share that with other people because we we need to have these conversations other people out there need to have them as well and for the most part that's been quite successful but we probably haven't done it as regularly as we probably should have, but, but that's because we've had the shadow yeah, <laughs> and other reasons. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and you mentioned to me the other day, Mrs. H, that although you were happy to go along with the podcast, you didn't really feel probably as, as invested in it as I do because you more happy writing stuff down than you are just coming out and blurting out and talking about it. Yeah, that's right. Because, um, I'm actually an introvert and um, and with that I have issues with um, verbalising, um, you know, certain issues, certain things and and everything that I've written down in my journal as Mr H um, alluded to, it's been that raw emotion. So it's the kind of stuff that I want to talk to him about it but I really just don't know how to vocalise it or verbalise it, sorry. And so so I find with me, I just write it all down. And, you know, every so often I, I say to Mr H, well, you know, here's the writings of the of the mad woman here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and it's been beneficial for you because I know we've talked about this before. I'm like, we have had so many talks over the last few months. It's just been incredible, but... One of the things that we have discussed is that sometimes when, especially when emotions are cropped up uh, and, and difficult situations or whatever, in the past, you've just shut down. Yeah, I shut down. Yeah. and I clam up. Clam up. And then there's no communication. And that's the worst thing. You don't want to have no communication. You need to keep that communication going. So when we've had those instances where, you know, we haven't seen eye to eye or something and you've just clammed up and I'm doing what? Ever it possibly takes to try and sort the situation but you're just not receptive to that mm. this has allowed you to be able to write that stuff down and have an outlet for all those emotions well, and those feelings that's right because you know i've written down my fears my you know what i'm scared of what i'm fearful of uh, but at the same time you know what i'm excited about what i'm happy about mm. Um, and everything in between. And for me, I find the journal writing to be absolutely beneficial. Yeah. And it's, you also feel, you know, therapeutic as well, right? Oh, that's right. Because it feels as though I've had this great weight lifted off my shoulders. Because what I find is when I write it, then that's it. I've got it off my chest or I've got it off my shoulders. Uh, but what's also been interesting is 
once you know Mr H has read the the journal article get the journal entries the um just the the questions and the support and the care and the concern and the love that is shown out of that he's starting to get emotional now <laughs> a little bit <laughs> yeah but for, for me yeah it's just been totally totally therapeutic why don't you tell everyone about your journal? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from my point of view, um, with Mrs. H writing her journal, I'll, I'll talk about yours a little bit and then I'll move on to mine. Um, from my point of view, reading it has given me such an insight into things that I didn't know uh, or things that I thought I knew that actually turns out I was wrong um, or I ha- maybe something I had an inkling about and then it kind of just proved it to me. I went, oh, okay, right. Yeah, I thought that, but now I know for sure. And that has allowed me to provide you with more support and provide you with more love because now I know what it is that I, you know, what is your, you've been missing or whatever it is you you want or um, whatever it might be. It's allowed me to do that by reading that and having these discussions. And as I said, these discussions we've been having every night go on for hours, right? And it's just been so positive. Now, that being said, when we go back to when Mrs. H first said, I'm going to get a journal, I'm going to write this stuff down um, because I feel I need to do this for me. Obviously, I said, yes, let's go and do this, right? I've always been supportive. This whole adventure that we've been on is all for me to be supporting of you to find out who you are, whoever that might be. Correct. Right. That's the whole reason we're we're embarking on this. Um, And I said, yeah, okay, let's go and do that. So then I thought, well, all right, how can I support this? Because that that stage, it was just a matter of you just wanted a journal just so you could write stuff down. It wasn't really so much you were going to let me read it. You know, um, or you said, I could read it if I wanted to, but I didn't have to read it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I gave you the option. Yeah. And I thought about it. I thought, well, it would make sense for me to read it for those reasons I just mentioned. Yeah. But I think it also makes it hard as well, though, because there was a, because there's a lot of raw emotion in it in part I guess I wanted to save your feelings not that there was anything yeah. you know bad like occurring between us yeah. it was just what I what, how did I sum it up the good the bad and the ugly <laughs> yeah that's exactly right yeah you know uh it's an absolute classic great movie uh, <laughs> but yes no it's, it's very true right the good the bad and the ugly it was all in there so when Mrs H first said we're going to do this or she was going to do this I thought okay right how can I support you in this? Because again, as I said, for me, this whole thing has been about love and support all the way. And I thought, okay, well, in my mind, the best way I could support you was to write my own journal. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Now, there's a twist to this. There's a, there's a couple of <laughs> twists to this, yeah. Um, going into it, I literally thought, well, I'm just going to write a journal. Uh, I'll write a bunch of stuff down just so I can show her that I'm doing it too and just to help support, right? I didn't really expect to get much out of it, to be honest. Um, but it turns out I got a huge amount out of it. In fact, it was, again, it's been one of the best things we've ever, ever done. And I cannot emphasize that enough. And you'll probably get sick of hearing me talking about it in this podcast when I keep coming back to how awesome this has been and everybody should do this. Um, it may not work for everybody, but no, you give need, it a try. Yeah, and you also need that trust and love and yes. support there. Yes, it has to be there. Yeah, it has to be um, because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things in 
my journal as well as, you know, in Mr. H's journal that we had to throw caution in the wind Yep. and, and just trust. Trust that the other person was going to read it and be accepting of it and supportive of it and willing to discuss it. Um, so anyway, yes. So getting back. So I decide <laughs> I'm, I'm a, you know, I like technology. I love the latest gadgets. You know, I want, I want to get the latest iPhone and I want to get the latest MacBooks and whatever comes out. I want to get the latest and greatest all the time. Right. Sometimes to uh, my hip pocket sadness. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it costs me a lot of money sometimes, but you know, I, that's just the way I am. So I thought, well, okay, I'm going to do this. I do it digitally. So I'm going to set up a, uh, a template on my iPad and I'm going to do it on my iPad. So that's what I did. Um, and as I started, obviously I wanted to make it look good because again, I just like make sure everything looks good. So I create my, my template up and I've got all sorts of, you know, nice colors and stuff yeah just the, the normal sort of things that you oh remember. no this is not normal all right, okay it's not normal all <laughs> this right. is professional quality <laughs> yeah all right. i i am a little bit of a stickler for making sure things look professional right so i did spend a bit of time half a day working on my template <laughs> to make sure it looked really good anyway i got it together and then i started writing just i started writing a whole bunch of things in and the first few days i just couldn't stop writing it was almost like... It was intoxicating. It was. It was intoxicating. intoxicating. Yeah, it was. You know, it was like, oh, I've written this down. Oh, now I've, I've got to write this. What about that? What about that? And you just suddenly started writing. And I'm a creative person anyway. And I know when I get into that creative mode, I just can't stop. I've just got to keep on going, 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 going. And I found that happened really quickly with this. Um, but then after a few pages, I started looking and thinking, okay, this is great. I'm enjoying it. But what do I actually want this to be for me? You know, originally it was just going to be something to help support Mrs. H. What do I want it to be for me? Because I'm enjoying this. So I thought, okay, Mrs. H is using hers to really explore who she is uh, and exercise those demons or whatever it might be. I don't know. <laughs> actually, we like demons. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, that was your way of, of getting through what you need to get through uh and for me i'm like well I, i'm not in that same headspace i i was in a much i guess happier head, headspace at the time so i thought i might look at this at a slightly different angle and go let's look at this as an erotic journal. journey <laughs> yeah erotic journey and journal of you know my own particular likes desires etc so it kind of skewed, it morphed, it morphed into <laughs> Something a little bit more risque, yeah, risque and <laughs> kinky, and <laughs> but it's very easy on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, I've put lots of I've put lots of photos in there. I've links, links. I've put videos. In fact, actually, the links was really good because the links did allow me and that knowing that Mrs. H was going to read it when I was writing stuff. Maybe I was writing stuff about things that I wanted to support her with, uh, and maybe I done some research and found some articles about certain things i was able to put those links and those articles into the journal so that when she read it that night she could also see the research behind it as well um because we're both you know we're both nerds, nerds and researchers <laughs> <laughs> and you know and we're quite used to having to do research for papers and stuff like that so you know that's just something that we do and having that evidence to validate my thoughts and opinions as I'm writing them down is obviously good for me, but it was also good for 
Mrs. H to see when I'm talking about certain things and that might affect her. She can go, oh, okay, yeah, that that is quite normal. There is plenty of evidence to state that that's the way it should be. So it was really beneficial in that regards. And we've been doing it for, how long have we been doing it for? Oh, um, since the first week in August. There you go. So right now it is the first week in October. No, second week in October. So, second week in October. Oh, I'm losing track of <laughs> I'm losing track of days. Apparently it's the second week in October, everybody. Uh, and we started in the first week of August. So we've been doing it for a, for a little while. Um, and we're literally doing it every single day. You know, we're up to volume two for both of us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Mrs. H actually ran out of pages in hers. Um, I could have kept on going because mine was digital, but I said, oh, well, just to make it easier for you, I'll create another file and not, we'll have volumes. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just been really, really, really good. It's allowed me to write things down uh, that, you know, I wanted to share with Mrs. H that previously maybe I haven't said before or maybe I haven't said clearly. And actually that was something that really came out, I think, mm. was um, stuff that we had talked about before, but maybe we hadn't been really clear on it. Our communication, as we said earlier, our communication we thought was good, but the reality was it probably wasn't, at least not as good well, as it Well, it needed improvement, I think. Yeah, definitely. So that allowed me to then explore some of those things. Um, and um, really, oddly enough, I started to find that as I was writing, um, even though mine was more of an erotic journey, I started to discover things about myself from the research when I'd write some stuff down and think, okay, why do I feel this way? Or why am I attracted to this or attracted to that? And I would then go and look for, for evidence to see if this is something that other people find, you know, and turns out that they all do and everything's quite normal. We're all very, very normal. We're all normal. (laughs) (laughs) We're not into any weird satanic cults or anything strange like that. Um, No offense to anyone who's into that sort of stuff, but you know, that's not us. Um, But yeah, so finding that information and then reading into it and reading to the research and then realizing that, Oh, okay. I should have learned something about myself. And one of the big things I've really come to understand, and I know we've talked about this, one of our other podcasts, the concept of compersion. And we've talked about that before. We talked about my feelings of compersion and this whole exercise has really, really brought this home that I have this absolute, compersion for mrs h absolute you know um if we go back if i'm sure if we went back and listened to our old podcast uh and listened to us talking about that probably back then the idea of compersion was probably rather limited well we didn't know what it was we didn't know really what it was We, we kind of understood it i at least understood a little bit and i think i talked about it but now um i have a true understanding of what it is and i understand why i act in certain ways, why I, why I might treat people, uh, why I definitely uh, am around you. And it's just been such an eye opener to really, as you're writing stuff down and really think about it and discover all these things about yourself that you didn't really know before. Maybe you had an inkling, maybe you, you kind of knew you always maybe liked something, or maybe you kind of had a I don't know, but it's just, it's allowed me to explore it more and has been such an eye-opener for me and a huge eye-opener for Mrs. H as well. It has. And and obviously when you're writing, you know, like raw emotion, 
you do have like when you start talking about it, you yeah. do start to get emotional yourself. Yeah, that's right. And and we've had a couple of those uh, discussions where we have got a little bit emotional, you know, and and all in a good way. That's the other thing. Yeah, too. that's right. It's it's much more of a release. It, yeah. There's nothing bad. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no nothing. It's just you know such a re- you know a release and a relief in in you know in saying things. Yeah. Yeah, and discussing you, them. Yeah, things that you might have been scared to say before, or you maybe you did, didn't really know how to vocalize it, um, or maybe again, as I said before, maybe you have vocalized it but didn't realize maybe the message hadn't got through, or maybe it was misunderstood. You know, writing it down makes a huge, huge difference, and yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah, so that's the biggest journey we've been so far. Yeah, and. You know, it it has, I've said this earlier and I'll say again, it has truly transformed us as people um, and as a couple. And it's honestly, if if you're in a relationship and you do have that trust with each other and that's so, so important and you are wanting to communicate better, then give this a go. Simply buy a journal each, write down your thoughts about anything and everything and then compare your notes and then talk about it. Um, just remember there, obviously the caveats are, but when you are talking about it, right, you're not talking about it in a negative light. You, you're looking at it from a positive viewpoint to learn about each other, uh, and, you know, just grow as a couple. And it's just been, yeah, it's just been the most amazing thing ever. And I think when we look back on this in, in years, you know, years gone by in the future, we'll be able to go back and say, you know what, when things really started getting awesome for us was when we started doing that journal. That's right. That's been the the big part of what's been going on. The other thing we've got on our list to talk about is, can you see it? Our secret society. (laughs) Our secret society, yes. All right. um, So, Mrs. H, would you like to explain the concept of this secret society? So, again, if you follow us on social media, uh, you probably would have seen a post I put up with regards to this, we didn't, I didn't explain it very much in the post, um, but it's to do with this concept of our own secret society. And Mrs. H came up with this idea and was explaining it to me. And I just think it's absolutely brilliant. And it really is. I'm sure everybody in the lifestyle has this and maybe they just haven't understood how, how the concept works, but tell us all about it, Mrs. H. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is one of the very few good ideas that I've come up with. <laughs> You always come up with good ideas. Don't put yourself down. <laughs> so, so Mr. H and I, where we decided that we want to first of all celebrate a, a ma- major milestone in birthday. Yep. And um, which we will not say what it is. <laughs> which we not say. That's <laughs> right. And so, so we decided. Actually, I'll I'll track back from that. So, so what? So, Mr. H and I, we we're members of a very exclusive club. Membership is limited to two at the moment. It's basically him and I, and to commemorate this exclusive club, we've both got we both went out and bought rings. Yeah. So this is these rings are our variation on the black swinger ring. So we've mentioned before you hear about all this sort of stuff, you know, blacks. Uh, sorry, black swinger rings, um, jewelry and all sorts of other stuff. 
Um, lifestyle jewelry. Lifestyle jewelry, and you hear about you know the pampas grasses and the flamingos and the pineapples, know, pineapples, and also a lot of that thing. I think um, other than the pineapples, I think a lot of stuff there is is like gimmicky, and someone's just come up with this idea to try and make money. And hey, congrats, man! If you did that and you made money out of it, well done to you. Uh, but we've never really bought into some of this stuff. We thought about it, and we thought, you know what? Let's have our own variation of the black rings. So we went out and we got rings made up um, and Mrs. H's ring has got black sapphires in it. And diamonds. And diamonds. Uh, and mine is black and gold with gold bands on it. So we've got the black element there. We're wearing them on our right hand um, as is the apparent tradition of wearing the black rings. So that's kind of representing our entry into the lifestyle. But because we've made it a little bit different, it's all to do with our own exclusive club. So explain the whole, how the, how the club works. <laughs> now, so given that it is our own exclusive club, we can vet anyone. So basically, it probably sounds a lot harsher than what it actually is, actually. <laughs> yeah. But basically, um, you know, if I think about how we've, well, how I've travelled on this adventure, um, there was probably parts of me that was still a bit hesitant. Um, Mr. H is nodding his head here. Yeah. Oh, well, we've, we've discussed this so many times in the last few weeks uh, due to the journal, but yeah, continue yeah. on. Um, and so, um, so I decided to reframe it. So reframe the negative into a positive. So the positive for me was that we've got this exclusive club membership at the moment or is limited to Mr. H and I and we can invite people or vet people who wish to come into our exclusive club. Yeah. So basically it's this concept of looking at the swinging lifestyle um, where we have the absolute control over and the power and the power over who joins us in, you know, sexy, fun activities, you know, um, so we can go and invite somebody and if they want to come and join our club, awesome, great. You know, we go and have some sexy fun times together. Um, but it's all about us having the absolute control. And reality is that's that's the way, I guess, the you know, the swinging lifestyle works anyway, right? Is that, If not, it's our rule. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's our rule now. <laughs> we own it. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the whole idea, right? You're really kind of, you're a couple, uh, I guess not everybody you know, is in lifestyle in the same way. There are other people that are in there who are singles, etc. But for us, I guess for most people, they, they are in the swinging lifestyle um, as as a couple. And as a couple, you're there, you're exploring things together, ex, you know, expanding your horizons, whatever it might be. But for us, it was like, okay, so there's two of us. We are taking control of it. We're not letting the lifestyle control us. And in the fact that our club has two people and we will invite people into that club or we can kick people out of the club anytime we so choose, yeah. right? So if we do ever invite you, if you we ever meet you guys and we invite you in um, and we kick you out, just keep in mind you're probably doing the wrong thing, right? <laughs> so <laughs> That's probably never going to happen. But anyway, it no. doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, the whole idea is that we can invite people into our club to share our experiences. Um, and, you know, it, by doing it that way, by reframing it that way, it gives you the control and makes 
I know it makes Mrs. H feel much, much better about Because I'm a thing. control freak. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. She really is. <laughs> but it does allow you that feeling of authority. It allows you that um, feeling of staying in control and not basically something going wrong, you know, something that's out of your control, I suppose, for lack of a better term. Um, it's, it makes a big difference if you frame the whole thing as your own secret society. And obviously it's secret because you don't want to tell anybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody at work wants to know about this stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the, the idea behind it. And the great thing about this secret society for me, other than obviously the fun times that we might have, because the rings are not the standard traditional swinging rings, if you like, um, if there is such a thing, you can wear them all the time um, and you, I can sit there in meetings at my workplace and other people have no idea. In fact, that I even had a comment about my ring the other day um, and I told them it was, you know, a commemorative ring for uh, our relationship. I didn't tell them what the other part of it was. <laughs> but, you know, you can sit there and it's just like I can play with the ring on my finger and I can just be going, yeah, this is a secret society that nobody else knows about. And that's exciting. Well, that's right because we've got our wedding rings on our left hand, yeah, which symbolises our relationship. And then on our right hand, we've got our secret society rings, yeah, that represent the you know the other part of our relationship. Yeah, um, or as we have started to come to use these terms, and this actually came out of the journals, is our old world and our new world. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, and we came up with that concept when we were writing our, our journal entries backwards and forwards and looking at what society expects and what we're, we're embarking on. And we basically coined this term, you know, our old world, which is before we started discovering the lifestyle and our new world, which is a world in which we get to make the rules. Yeah. But mind you, we haven't actually played. No, not yet. No. Not so, yet. so for us, well, actually, maybe much more for me. It was the way that I could not so much understand it, but it was the way that I could be fully accepting of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably right. the best way of, of saying it. And feeling more comfortable. And feeling much more comfortable. Because you have right. that control. You can say no uh, or you can say yes to, to whatever it is you want because it's your club. That's right. and You're I'm, the chairperson. Well, this is it and I'm liking this club. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you're the boss. <laughs> That's right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's been really, really awesome and we've been enjoying uh, wearing these rings and living in our secret society. Yeah, it's amazing what happens when you start reframing things. Yeah. <laughs> now, we also had an experience a little while ago uh, that was just super, super intense um, and this was something that we have never experienced before and... Um, Mrs. H is going to tell us all about it. Oh, am I? You've lost the place. I've lost the place. Sorry, we've we've got our our um our plan of what we'd like to discuss, and oh, that! Oh my god, yeah, that was absolutely friggin' amazing. <laughs> okay, so I've just to, I've I've just edited part of this out, and I've just told Mrs. H <laughs> what she was looking for on yeah. our on our list. Yeah, what um, we were just, what we were supposed to be discussing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, we we had this experience, uh, and 
it was just mind-blowing. And, yeah, explain it. Oh, my God. We, yeah. we, everybody has to Everybody has to experience this at oh, some point. Well, this is it, right? So, so where, where do I start? Um, so, obviously, we've been writing in the journal. We've been learning more about each other um, on that deeper, much deeper level. Um, and so, we decided to have a, a roll in the hay and it was absolutely mind-blowing. And then once we finished, we were talking about it for half an hour later about how freaking awesome the sex was. Yeah, it was it was something else, wasn't it? It was. Um, so let's let's just go back and think. Which about, part did you want to revisit? Oh, all of it. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Uh, so basically, yeah, we've been writing in our journal, and I can't even remember what what we were writing about at the time. Um, but it was definitely something that was did have a lot of emotion in it. It did, yeah. yeah. Uh, and was something that we really did need to talk about. Uh, again, I can't remember what entry it was now. If I go back and have a look at the journal, I'll be able to see because I've got it all written in there. And then does that mean we have sex again? Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but we um, yeah, so we decided to to have some sexy fun times. And firstly, we also we tried a new position. Uh, that was that was good. Um, and then actually, hang on. I think we started off watching a porn movie, didn't we? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, and then we moved to we the did. new position. That's right. Yeah, so we're watching some porn. Then we 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 moved to a new position. Um, and I actually I can't remember what it was called. I did look it up. I because I you know there are like million one different positions. They all got different names, and I I couldn't. I did find the whatever name, it was. It doesn't matter. It was it was fantastic. It was it was, it was actually a position you see in a lot of porn. Um. Yeah, but it was it was fantastic. It was awesome. Uh, it allowed me to be able to see everything I was doing. Um, it allowed you to to uh, lie back and enjoy it. And you know, you had your toy. I had my toy, and my clit. That's yeah, right. And it was so that that in itself was just awesome. Anyway, but the real thing about this experience was that when we came, it was euphoric. Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And when I say euphoric, I mean, when you think about it, when you, you know, you're fucking and you come and you feel good, this was just something else. It was, and we both felt it. It was, it's so hard to explain. It really is so, so hard to explain unless you actually experience. It was something that we'd never, ever had before. And we have great sex. That's right. You know, um, we are definitely not prudes. We have done all sorts of kinky <laughs> shit. And we have a great time yeah. all the time. But this was just something mind-blowing. It was just on another level. Mm. Um, and as you said, afterwards, we just led there on the bed and went, what the fuck was that? That's right. Because we were both, I wouldn't say shattered. We were, we were both spent. Yeah. We were spent and, um, out, yeah, and it was just endorphins were going nuts it was just insane that's all right so we just laid back in the bed and just said what the hell was that <laughs> yeah and then we talked about it for like another half an hour and the only thing i can think of is that we've heard this and we haven't experienced it yet and i'm assuming at one stage we probably will um we've heard about swingers talk about reconnection sex and how it is the most amazing sex you could ever have um 
And we think we experienced something similar to that. Because if I remember right now, we were, when we were talking about our journal entries and stuff, we mm. had been talking about um, a lot of our desires. That's right. With other people. So in that point, I guess we'd kind of gone through a lot of emotions at the time. Um, and although we hadn't physically been with other people, we'd probably mentally gone in those directions. And emotionally. Emotionally while we're talking about and discussing it. And then we've had this sex and it's like we'd come back together as just you and I. Mm. And it was just something amazing. It, it was. It was absolutely yeah. mind-blowing, wasn't and it? And I remember saying, whatever this is. Yeah, we want more. We want more <laughs> of this. you know. And we haven't really been able to figure out how this happened uh, or or what really caused it yet. So we haven't been able to replicate it, which is But we're trying. <laughs> we're trying. That's right. Um, so, again, this is why I think coming back to it, when I'm, I'm looking back in hindsight, I'm thinking this is probably what, you know, people in the lifestyle call reconnection sex or reclamation sex or there's a bunch of different words they use for it. We think that's what it is. Mm. And, you know, I guess as we move into the lifestyle, we'll get to a point where we will – enjoy that and be able to go yes that is it now we want more and we need to bottle it and sell it <laughs> yeah honestly it was so good like you know if and if this is it if this is what if this is what it truly is then everybody needs to discover this they really do it was just oh yeah i i'm lost for words it was that good <laughs> Yeah, it was fantastic, wasn't it? And like Mr. H said, we have fantastic sex. We we have you know good sex, but that was just on a totally different level. Yeah, it was definitely like nothing we've ever had before. Um, all right, so let's let's move on a little bit. Um, we have recently purchased some new toys for Mrs. H. For I've her got pleasure. lots of toys. Yeah, she got so we get. If you're following us on social media, you would have seen a few. Uh, posts every so often as I'm slowly filling up her toy rack. In fact, I have filled up the toy you rack. You have. I did another toy rack. I've got to buy. I've got to build another one now, haven't I? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we bought some new toys, um, and they've been pretty good, haven't they? They have. There's no complaints from me. No, yeah, no complaints at all. Uh, <laughs> we bought a remote wand, uh, and I actually have another plan for this this particular toy. And I did start working on the plan. It hasn't worked out quite well at the moment. And that's, that's a whole other story. We will tell you about that in another episode. But um, there is a plan for this remote control wand that I'm hoping is going to be really good when we get it right. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. Um, we got Now, we got this this other toy a while ago. But we never hadn't really used it, but we've used it a few times now. And you've loved it. And that's the glass dildo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mrs. G, if you're listening to this, I understand now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we bought one of these ages ago and we actually bought it from listening to Mrs. G. And those of you who have heard our podcast um, have heard us talk about some of the other podcasters out there and you've probably listened to them. So if you're aware of who Mrs. G is, then awesome. Um, and if she is listening to this, Thank you so much for this one. Uh, when we first got it, we weren't too sure. We tried I wasn't it too sure yeah. about it, was I? Yeah, but now you've understood how to best use it. Correct. And and you like it, right? Oh, it's heaven. <laughs> yeah. What is it that you like about it? Oh, now he's putting me on the spot. <laughs> I, I always put you on the spot. Oh, what do I like about it? Oh, my God. It's got some... some ridges in it so you get different sensation especially when you 
when it's inserted in me and you twist it. Yeah. Um, I like having it inside me while I've got a toy on my clip. Oh, it's, yeah, no, it's fantastic. So, Mrs. G, I can't thank you enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's been that's been rum, a really awesome toy. Stay tuned for some more product placement. <laughs> that's right. Yes, definitely. Um, and we should get an endorsement for the amount of toys we're starting to look at buying. <laughs> so, Lovin's out there. If you're listening, how about sending some cash or, if not cash, send us some free toys, man. Mm. We'll trial them out for you. We'll, we'll. We'll review them on our podcast. That's Why right. not? Um, all right. Now, uh, we've got a few other things we're going to talk about, but we're going we're gonna to cut this podcast a little bit short, um, only because I know we're going to get interrupted by the children very, very soon. And we have so many other things to talk about. What we're going to do is we are going to make an absolute 110% effort to get another episode out literally in about a week's time. Um, you agree, Mrs. H.? We're going to have to. We're going to have to because we've got a huge, huge announcement coming up very, very soon. Um, and if you follow us on social media, you'll know what that announcement is. It's a massive, massive step for us. We're very, very excited. And we're going to hold that over to the next episode. Um, so let's have a look. What we're going to do right now, we're going to do the crazy media story. And that will finish us off. So the crazy media story for this episode is this story that I found. It's an interesting one because basically um, I've got a bit of a story that goes along with this. It says, the heading, man previously caught standing on bucket having sex with a horse while feeding it apples arrested for trespassing on horse farm with his genitals exposed. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, oh dear is right. Um, so basically this guy in America had been arrested um, for performing coitus on a horse and then he got spotted hanging around the farmyard again with his genitals exposed. Obviously, this guy had some sort of weird thing going on about horses. Uh, personally, I have no interest in horses at all. I can't understand why somebody would like this, would want to do that. But it's this is crazy. I'm not going to read out the whole story for you. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Please have a look because it is, I think it's hilarious. Um, but one of the reasons I think this is funny, um, not because of the poor horse uh, or because I'm sort of sick, twisted individual, but I remember many, many years ago, I remember a fellow in our city getting busted for something very, very similar. And I remember it was all through the media and it turned out at the time when I was at trade school, uh, one of the guys I was there with knew this guy. And this guy had various other mental issues as well, but he was a serial offender of basically loving horses. Ew. I know, it's so wrong. I know. So when I saw this story, I went, yeah, okay, this has got to be the crazy media story for our next episode because it's just... I mean, it's just insane when you read through it, you know, I don't, I don't know. Everyone has their own thing, I suppose, but you know, and I'm not going to pass judgment on it, but man, I'm sure there are laws against that. <laughs> and there's probably a reason for it. Yeah, so that's right. anyway, yeah, you guys can ha have a listen to that. Also have a listen. You guys can read that. Um, and please come and listen to us again. Check us out on our socials. If you've got any questions or you would like to give us some advice, please, you know, uh, let us know. We're on Instagram. We're on 
X, which used to be Twitter. Uh, we've got our own website, thepineapplecode.com. Um, you can find all that information. I'll link it all down in the show notes. Uh, you can find our socials on our website. So please reach out to us. And we promise, we absolutely promise, we will definitely have another podcast for you very, very, very soon because otherwise, it, yeah, we have to. We have no other choice. It has to happen. Otherwise, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. So, yeah, to keep you guys in suspense, um, we will tell you all about that in our next episode. And we are super, super, super excited. Very nervous, but super excited. Mm. So that's it from me. And that's it from me. And thank you guys again for being so patient with us. And thank you for listening. And we will talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye. Bye.